Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in for an artistic edition of Shine On. When I was a little girl, my father introduced me to finding and counting the Ninas in an Al Hirschfeld drawing in the newspaper. Now, if that doesn't mean anything to you, all I can say is Al Hirschfeld was a really cool artist with a one-of-a-kind way of drawing things, often with squiggly lines. And he could capture not only a person's essence, but a celebratory feeling that really has just never been duplicated. And his art and that feeling is being celebrated in a new book, in an exhibit in New York City, and as a stage show. Starring David Leopold, the creative director of the Al Hirschfeld Foundation. How did David become so intimately involved in supporting Al Hirschfeld's art and legacy? It's as if he was chosen by a series of happy accidents. It was all by chance. It started in college. I ran uh, the student theater, and there was an anniversary year, and they wanted to put together an exhibition, and so I gathered up the material and put it together. Everybody loved it, and then I got asked to do it again for something else. Even though I was pursuing, I thought I'd be running a small theater, kept on doing uh, a curatorial job until one day I realized, oh, you know, that's what I do. (laughs) And then I really started to focus on it. And it was that work that led me to Al Hirschfeld. I was doing research on a contemporary of his foreign exhibition. The artist's name was Ben Soloway, and he did drawings of theater people for the New York Times and the Herald Tribune. They were much more traditional drawings, what Hirschfeld would call eye, ear, nose, and throat portraits. But the drawings frequently appeared next to Hirschfeld's in those papers, or sometimes I would turn over the clippings and there was a Hirschfeld on the back of it. So I had the bright idea that I should contact Hirschfeld and see what he knew about this artist. And uh, he was in the phone book. I could have called him, but I was too shy. I, 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 I was 23 at the time. And uh, so I wrote him a letter and he wrote me back the warmest letter I think I've ever received from anybody who was not a family member and invited me next time I was in Fun City to come over and quaff some tea. (laughs) So I did. And I'm here now. 30-some years later. Amazing, amazing. All right. That truly is a fabulous story. So he, (laughs) and how long, you were 23 then. Yes. When you wrote your first letter to Al Hirschfeld. Right. And now, well, tell everyone what you've done with your latest endeavor. After I met Hirschfeld and we hit it off, and I was so proud of myself for hitting it off with Al Hirschfeld, until I realized that he hit it off with everybody because he was just this very nice guy who liked people. Um, I was asked to organize his, the archive of his work, and I spent uh, the next 13 years visiting him in his studio at least once a week. I would be cataloging everything that he did, and of course he was just drawing the whole time. And that I thought it would be two years or something. He was 86 at the time, and I didn't think I didn't think that would last that long. And then he died at 99 and a half. And in the terms of his will, he created the Al, the nonprofit Al Hirschfeld Foundation, which, as he told me, was going to do the same things that he did except do drawings. But he knew that there would always be requests for images to be reproduced in one form or another. And he saw that the art could do good. He had been a very generous person throughout his career, but he didn't put his name on it. And he thought that the foundation could continue to do that. And we have done that. So when we do exhibitions, we have a whole arts curriculum that we develop with the New York City Board of Education. But our big project this year has been a project we call American Theater as seen by Hirschfeld. In 1961, Hirschfeld had done a book by that title, which captured the first four decades of his career. And one of the last things I talked about with with Al was we should do a sequel 
because there had been another 40 years. And we got excited and we started talking about what it, what it could be. And then he passed away and it got shelved, put on the shelf for uh, all this time for a variety of reasons. But this year we wanted to do it and we put out a book that is the largest collection of Hirschfeld theater drawings that has ever been published. And it's called American Theater as Seen by Hirschfeld, 1962 to 2002. And with it, we have a companion exhibition at the New Museum of Broadway that covers his whole career and has drawings from every decade of his career. Then we also have a live show that we have put together, which is me telling stories about working with Al and um, things that happened during his career. It's a multimedia presentation that we're bringing to theaters across the country. It's a free show for them. They can sell tickets and make money. And then afterwards, we do a pop-up gallery and we give half of all the money earned there to the theater, and we just did it at the Bucks County Playhouse in Pennsylvania, and we raised $12,000 for them and gave them the single largest audience they had all season. Gosh. Because everyone loves Hirschfeld, and he's been called the logo of the American theater, and it's really true. The logo of the American theater. Mm-hmm. David Leopold, I love your life. (laughs) Don't pinch me. I might wake up. (laughs) Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Now, you mentioned that uh, during his lifetime, Al Hirschfeld did a lot of good but didn't put his name to it. Can you share any of that now? For instance, in New York, uh, the great performing arts collection, the great theater collection in New York is uh, the New York Public Library for the performing arts at Lincoln Center, and in there is the Billy Rose Theater Collection. And how did Hirschfeld help make that happen? This was the case where he he didn't give money initially, but would give money later. But he was good friends with Billy Rose, and Billy wanted to buy Ellis Island and turn it into a retirement home for millionaires. And it was Hirschfeld who convinced him that that really wasn't such a great idea. And wouldn't it be great if the history of the art form that they both loved and participated in was preserved? And so instead, Billy Rose took that money and gave it to the library to establish the Billy Rose Theater Collection. And then over the years, Hirschfeld gave not only gave money to it, but he gave artwork uh, to the collection. So that was just one example. You know, he he did he helped out a lot of people. Uh, he helped out a lot of artists. Got them work. He was always finding ways to use his art to do to do good. He was very successful in that, and, and we have continued to do that. In 2008, the New York City Board of Education approached us about creating an arts curriculum based on his life and work. They created a fabulous arts curriculum for grades K through 12 that focused on theater, music, movement, history, uh, visual arts. It's really quite an incredible thing. And we, a couple of years ago, we reached out to them. They had it all in booklet form, and we put it all up on the web. And now we work with school districts around the country bringing this arts curriculum to underserved students. You know, the arts education is literally the very first thing that gets cut when schools start doing any cutting. Although every study shows that a student that gets exposed to the arts in school is a better student, becomes a better citizen, sort of a better all-around person. We hear a lot about STEM, but the really they should be talking about is STEAM. So we've been able to do that. And the, the goal of the curriculum is not to make new Hirschfelds. It's really about self-expression and observation and, you know, what you look at. It uses his work to engage with the students because Hirschfeld's drawings are compelling to look at. And we may look at them and see the celebrities in them, but younger audiences just see the drawing. And the drawing is what's captivating about the work. It's why you and I looked at them in the first place anyway. Mm-hmm. 
and that they're doing it absent the personality just means they get to focus more on the draftsmanship and the aesthetics of the work. Sort of like we look at Toulouse-Lautrec's work, you know, his portraits and posters of Jane Avril, I'm sure, are very accurate. But we don't look at that work today for its documentary nature. We look at it for its aesthetic. That's how young audiences are looking at Hirschfeld's drawings now. And since it's, it's, it's very accessible to them, it's been a really great art education tool. Are you in touch with the family or is the family in touch with you? And what do they think of all this? Oh, sure. Well, the first president of the Al Hirschfeld Foundation was, was his wife, Louise. And I still talk to her, you know, once or twice a week, depending on what's going on. I talk every once in a while to Nina. Mm. Um, and, uh, of course, they, they love what's going on. And, in fact, it was Louise Hirschfeld, when she stepped down as the president of the foundation, she didn't do it because she was tired of it or anything. She wanted to make sure that it continued no matter if a family member was involved or not. Right. Very few people do that. And uh, it was very forward-thinking of her. Her desire has come into being because... You know, Hirschfeld's been gone for 20 years, and death would stop a lot of artists. For Hirschfeld, it's mildly slowed him down. <laughs> I mean, the, for instance, the new book, I only wish he was here to see the new book, because this book is just full of all kinds of great drawings of the shows that you and I know something about, whether it's Fiddler on the Roof or Sweeney Todd or Dream Girls or Phantom of the Opera or Beauty and the Beast or Hairspray. These are shows that not only we know, but that are still being done regularly everywhere. So to see Hirschfeld's take on them is fascinating. We did a tremendous amount of new photography for this book. So the drawings look better than they've ever looked before, even better when they appeared in the paper. And they're bigger than when they appeared in the paper. This book, the drawings take up the full page. So they're about nine by 12. It just looks stunning. You know, the reaction from people has been very rewarding. So I opened up your LinkedIn page and I thought, what does David Leopold have to do with (laughs) deal or no deal? (laughs) (laughs) No, that that was my last book. My last Hirschfeld book was a book called Hirschfeld Century. And I work with some wonderful people. And our archives manager, Catherine Eastman, created that graphic. She just changed all the briefcases into the cover of the book. And I put it up there. I should probably take it down. It's just one of the, you know, it's the picture you put on your LinkedIn page. Uh, I'm probably never going to get a job from LinkedIn, but, (laughs) you know, one should put it up there. But I yes. <laughs> just leave it up until the listeners get a chance to look at it because it's really, yeah, yeah, no, really, of really course. cute. Really, really cute. <laughs> All right, David Leopold, I have enjoyed this so much. This book is a great gift to give to the art lover you know for the holidays, to the theater lover you know for the holidays, right? And if you want to get it, you can get it on Amazon, of course. But if you want to really support the foundation, it's the same price. You order it from alhirschfeldfoundationshop.org. We'll send it right out. You will get it as fast, if not faster, than if you order it on Amazon. I have enjoyed you immensely. Anything else our listeners need to know? No, be nice to everybody. And uh, if you're if you're bored and don't know what to do, pick up a pen, a pencil, and a piece of paper and do a drawing. You'll feel better. Draw a little something and visit alhirschfeldfoundation.org. Doing amazing work bringing art to the New York City schools. Head to the Museum of Broadway through March 15th. The American Theater, as seen by Hirschfeld and curated by David Leopold, is there. And visit alhirschfeldfoundationshop.org. Dot org and pick up the book. The American Theater, as seen by Hirschfeld, 1962-2002. to 2002. Perfect for the art lover and the theater lover in your life. Hi, I'm Casey. Grateful to David Leopold for coming on to tell us all about what's happening with the Al Hirschfeld Foundation. And I hope one day soon you find yourself 
counting Ninas in a Hirschfeld drawing. Shana, 